Hello, this is Dr. Osborne, and welcome to day two of the Lifetime Challenge. So in ancient Rome, there, there was a holiday actually known as Sentinella. And for the entire month, Seneca, Seneca tells us that people literally took a break from their usual business. People ditched their usual garb for festive wear. They put a pause on, on self-control for at the at brunch and at the dinner tables, and they slept into the afternoon, and they stayed up into the wee hours of the morning. Seneca says the, the whole mob let itself go in pleasure. And he also writes that once December was a month, now it is a year. See, people gave themselves license to throw their habits and routines out the window just for the holidays, just for a couple of nights, just for a couple of weeks. But as anybody who's ever given into such logic knows, that's not how it works. There's no such thing as just when I'm traveling or just when we're in quarantine or, or just when we're forced to work from home. It's never just for the holidays. We forget that while we're taking a break from certain habits and routines, we're actually making or cultivating new ones. So those, those habits actually will stick with you long after whatever festivities you're having, whatever unprecedented world lockdown you're in, that time has to come to a close eventually. And in, Seneca talks to his friend Lucilius and he says, it shows how much more courage it is t- takes to remain dry and sober when the mob is drunk and vomiting. We ought to make no change in our daily routines. Look, today we're going to follow the command from Seneca. We can't really follow it exactly. Each one of us has, has had to make alterations to our daily routine and give the, the circumstance, given the circumstances. But given the fact that we have children or work to do or work that we can't do, but our, our challenge is to make those tweaks and to create a schedule and stick to it for the remainder of our time in quarantine. So what does that look like? Is in what types of things are we talking about? Is in wh- when you wake up, when you eat, when you go to bed, when you do your workout, as in day, as outlined in day one, and when you take time to check in on your folks and stay tuned for tomorrow's challenge, uh, when you feed your kids, when you turn on the TV, and when you don't turn on the TV. So the Stoics were all about routine and repetition, and it just wasn't about knowing what the right thing was. It was about doing it daily. It was about preparation. It was about fueling that habit bonfire. They said that it was, it was about creating muscle memory, and they would have all agreed with Aristotle, who said, we, we are what we repeatedly do. And he said, therefore, excellence is not an act, but a habit. We become what we repeatedly study, what we repeatedly work on, and what, what we habituate. So routines and rituals are not just some productivity hack or some aid to career excellence. They're a way of living. And in a world where so much is out of control, committing to practice, we, we need to commit to the practices we do control. And, and this is a way of establishing and reminding ourselves of our own power. Marcus Aurelius, who is the emperor of Rome, even sensed that thousands of years before psychologists and time management experts came along and, and proved it, that his nature, that his nature required routine. And it's why that, that he, who was an insomniac and one of the most powerful people in the world, uh, who didn't have to do anything, was strict to himself about sticking to his schedule. In his journal, he wrote that at dawn, when you, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself as a human, as a human being, I have to go to work. I'm going to do what I was born to do. If he didn't get up early, if he missed his morning reflection time, if he didn't get his work done, it was just a complete mess. And how are we? So if you, if you talk to any sleep expert, they'll tell you that we need structure and routine to go to sleep and to wake up the same time every day. If you talk to any educa- educational expert about helping your kids do better in school, they'll tell you your kids need structure and routine. If you talk to any behavioral expert, the first question they'll ask, what's the structure and routine look like? 
If you talk to any mental health expert, they'll talk about the key to self-care. They'll tell you to, to build structure and routine into your life. When you get a puppy or your dog's out of control, what do dog trainers tell you? Pretty much whatever the problem or whatever the issue for any of us animals, the solution is always structure and routine. Routine matters. It, it might be the most important thing. So complete freedom is a nightmare. Saying, screw it, I give up, might as well. Um, you know, it might seem like a little relief at first, but you're going to regret it. Eisenhower defined freedom as the opportunity for self-discipline. Without a disciplined schedule, chaos and complacency and confusion move in. And what am I going to do? What do I wear? What should I eat? What should I do first? What should I do after that? What, are, what sort of work should I do? Should I scramble to address this problem or rush to put out this fire? I mean, that's torture. You know, routine is paradoxically is freedom. There was a, um, a writer, his name is Murakami, and he talks about what he follows, the, that he follows the same routine every single day. And it was the repetition itself that became the important thing. It was a form of, of mesmerism. It was a, uh, like he was in a trance. I mesmerized myself to reach a deeper state of mind. And if you Google how many books that he's written, it says that he's written at least 30 books. Now, that's a lot of books. And the way he did it is he followed the same schedule day after day. Your routine while you're quarantined should be time-based. And this is important. While we're, we spend our day, how we spend our days has largely been decided for us, we have to assert control and be delivered about when and what we do. Jack Dorsey, who is the founder and CEO of Twitter, gets up at 5 a.m. without fail. Queen Victoria woke up at 8 a.m., ate breakfast at 10, met with her ministers from 11 to 11.30. Fred Rogers, you know, Mr. Rogers was up at 5 a.m. and he spent an hour in reflection and prayer before going to the local pool to swim laps. Decide, assert control, be deliberate. I wake up at 7, I take a walk at 7.30, I drink coffee and read at 9. I, you know, I will work until noon and when I break for a bite to eat, I'll have a bite to eat at 12.30. I go for a run. At 1, I get back to work. At 3, I take a five-minute break for some physical activity. At 6, I make dinner. While cooking and eating, I allow myself time to watch TV. After dinner, I spend time with my family and friends calling and texting to make sure everyone's doing well. I'm in bed at 9. I read for an hour and call it a night at 10. That doesn't have to be your schedule, but I just want you to make your schedule. So when you when you routine, uh, uh, make your when you create a routine, disturbances will give you less trouble. They're just boxed out. There's no space for those disturbances in your life. And by the order of clarity you build, um, what what will happen is is that you'll you'll start to develop order and clarity, especially now. So don't use this break from usual business, as Seneca put it, as license to, to punt your good habits and routines. We need routine now more than ever. Make the necessary adjustments and then stick to, those, stick to that routine. And stick to it even when the so-called normal life returns. This is great, Dr. Osborne. Make it a happy day. Create a routine. And I'll see you tomorrow.